Bueller. 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 Welcome back, everybody, to Ferris Bueller's Minute Off, the fan podcast where we overanalyze the John Hughes classic Ferris Bueller's Day Off one minute at a time. I'm Gary Roby. And I have a Trey Cope. And today we're talking about Minute 61 of Ferris Bueller's Day Off. Minute 61 starts with Ferris tickling Sloan, and it ends with one of Ferris's personal favorites. Um, We're, we're like gonna be in the parade scene proper yeah this whole week mm-hmm. um but before we get there ferris tickle sloan <laughs> <laughs> so they're in the back of the they're in the they're they're hiding in the in the cab and she had just told uh she had just told him that that tom bueller was licking the glass and making obscene gestures with his hands and he gets back at her by tickling her which i think is uh, hel- uh, obscene gestures with his hands I don't even want to. I don't, I don't want to talk about what these gestures could be. <laughs> and licking the glass, I'm all like, I, I feel like doing two things at once like that is a little weird. Because <laughs> I feel like if you're against the glass, it's hard. Instinctively, to do something you want to put your hand up on the top of the glass. Yeah. I think, like, do one of those. Like, I put mean... your hand on the glass, like a mime, you know, and, and lick the glass. But then, like, if you're bracing yourself at least with one hand, no, nope, he's like... he's making. I mean, I don't even know, like, if I'm flipping her off, that's an obscene hands, gesture. If I'm making, obsc- like, <laughs> if I'm making gestures with my hands, my hands are in front of me. And so if I'm, like, licking the glass, like, where are your hands? How are you Are they doing? next what to are you? Are you pressing obscene, your hand against the glass What are as these well? obscene gestures? That's so weird. We, sh- we didn't talk. We, we should have asked Brian. Right. When he was here last week. Because that was from last week. Flipping people off is an obscene gesture. He's just sitting there like giving her the finger. Why? Against the glass. That doesn't make sense. Mm. (laughs) Tongue out. Why is he sticking his tongue out? Unless he's being like the the other way. I think it's like lewd gestures. I wouldn't want to go there, but okay, lewd. I mean, because she uh, like, they saw, I mean, they must have seen that she like, it was toying with him and blew a kiss at him. Like, she's doing it not only to mess with him, but to mess with Ferris. Oh, of course. Oh, of I course. Love, I love a mess of Sloane being this, like... I like her picking on Ferris. I, I do, too. I do, too. Ferris always gets what he wants, but it's fun that, like, Sloane also does things that are, like, joyous. And, yeah, and, like, impulsive, almost. Yeah. We don't see that side of her ever, except no. for, like, this scene. So yeah. Ferris tickles her, and she laughs maniacally. And and Tom look give like raises his eyebrows like what is wrong with this girl? Because at that point now she looks a little crazy. Yeah, yeah. Because there's no one else because he, he can't see anyone else. He's else. like laughing and doing like all these weird like, things. Why like why are you oh. why are you laughing so hysterically? It's like this lady's off her meds. Uh huh. And then he raises the newspaper and the newspaper says community rallies around sick youth. Sick youth. Sick youth. Except that the article below that. Has nothing to do. Nothing. Has nothing to do with a sick youth, yeah. and it has everything to do with a uh, a police officer who murdered. Well, who who went to his wife's office building, threatening to shoot her, 
Oh my. Uh, apparently they were having like some marital spats or something and he like went to her building and he was like brandishing a gun and, um, she was like hiding like the story. I literally looked this up. The, I can tell you the guy's name. The guy's name was Earl Pickett. The heck? Um, his wife like hid under her desk and then one of her coworkers sat in her chair so that like she was hidden. So when he couldn't find her, he went back to his car in the parking lot and shot himself in the head. Instead of killing her. Yeah. Hey, at least she didn't die. Yeah, and it's it's a miracle that like That's she nuts. survived. They, I don't I didn't you I didn't actually read this particular article. I found another one, but like it was about I you can read his name, Earl Pickett thirty seven, in this. I feel like if you're already angry enough to go and kill your wife and you can't find her, you either I don't know, lunch break, wait, or be angry enough to just kill everyone else. And then kill yourself. I don't know. No. The fact that he went and just killed himself yeah. was kind of weird to me. I mean, I don't know much about the story <laughs> other than I found like a stub of the article because it's from... This is crazy. Do you want to know how crazy this is? This mm. is the craziest thing that's ever happened on any show that we've done. Oh? That event, that newspaper article talking about this guy shooting himself okay. was published on September 11th, 1985. Whoa. This episode is airing. September 11th, <laughs> uh, 2017. 2017. Which is insane. That is pretty insane. That's pretty weird. That's a weird coincidence. That's the craziest coincidence that's ever happened. Weird. Just like this random newspaper article that's not anything to do with Ferris being sick. They I just d- copy-pasted yeah. <laughs> this uh, headline onto it. Maybe they did. Do you think it's like a strip of paper that they just glued onto the back of this newspaper? Or front uh, of this newspaper? Either that or it's, uh, oh, there's a word for it. Uh, Ricky's done it before. In which, like, you literally just cut out what you need with the exact with an exacto blade or whatever. Uh. And, like, and then, then transfer what you want okay. to be there. And then, like, probably on the other side, there's probably, like, tape or something. Okay. Interesting. Yeah, so it looks like it's Either way, it's it's a it's a fake headline over. Yeah, over like the a real, real headline. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. The real headline about about this suicide and attempted murder. And attempted murder, yeah. Crazy. Okay, so away from the real newspaper article. I like how? When did this newspaper get published? I'm also it, this is unrealistic. It's already the middle of the day. This article would have had to have been in there like last at the, night. Last night, they would have had to write it last it's, night. It it, it unless it's, it is, I mean, are there newspapers that print in the middle of the day? Only when a huge event happens, and I mean like a huge this nine eleven. Yeah, not the, <laughs> not this kid who's who's sick. Yeah, um, supposedly sick. This is ridiculous. <laughs> this, is, this is ridiculous. Yeah. I mean, this town really loves Ferris Bueller. Oh my god, I guess so. It's, the town's not small enough for them to be this obsessed with some kid. Especially when he's not well, no, even a so football here's star. Happens. Here's what happens. Is that what happens in small towns? Here's a football what happens. Star? No, Ferris calls the school and tells the kids at school that he needs a new kidney. And then the kids at school start up a collection so they can buy him a new kidney. And someone finds out about that. And I think that's where it spreads from there. Someone hears the... 
someone hears from one of these kids. Article like, definitely wouldn't be in today's paper. No, it wouldn't be in today's paper. Um, but it's got to spin from there. Like, it right. spins from That's there. That's how it gets the attention. Um, and then, like, oh, like, we look at these kids and, like, what they're doing for their sick, like, classmate, like we should all, like, support this kid, like, save Ferris Bueller. Uh, and then it ends up on, like, the Wrigley Field sign. Yeah. It ends up being painted on a water tower. Um, it's in the newspaper. It just keeps, like, ballooning this, like, fabrication about his kidney. Well, and then in the script, I mean, no, in the movie... No, no, I do mean in the script. In the script, he goes on to a radio show to talk about how NASA was going to make him the youngest like kid in space or something. Oh my God. But then he also tells the guy like as he's leaving that he has, that he's about to go get surgery. Um, and so I think that like, that's also like, he's also spreading in the move in the, in the script, he's like spreading the lie more and more. Yeah. He's spreading his own rumor. Uh huh. I think it's more fun that the town just picked it up and ran with it themselves. Oh, it's just proof of how like that kind of stuff, how any kind of rumor works and Uh how it can get blown and blown out of proportion. Yeah. Yeah. And twisted and whatever. And even if Tom Bueller were to see that it says community rallies around sick youth, that's not what the rest of the article is. So Ferris is safe. (laughs) Why is this article about this suicide? I don't know. I have no idea. But it says, but it says sick youth. I'm so confused. Well, it also says baseball shame and cocaine. Page Whoa. five. Well, 1980s. Yeah, it makes a lot of sense. <laughs> I think we're done in the taxi. So let me cut to Ed Rooney. This, this, this eyeball. Well, we cut to a fence, a gate, a green gate. <laughs> and, and, and it's and, got a hole in it. And, and then Rooney's eyeball. And then Rooney's eyeball is in it. So, these, so when his eyes blue, yeah, blue eyes. He does have blue eyes. When Neil was on, he was talking about we were talking about eye acting and great eye acting. eye acting, and he was like, "Oh, there's a moment of great eye acting in this movie." And this is this is the moment he's talking about, right? I mean, it's got to be. I mean, this is literally all eye. eye. <laughs> and uh, and so you see, he's like peeking, and he like looks around, and he looks down, and then his eye gets really big. For a second, <laughs> because he sees that that the dog. Okay, okay, okay. So he was being chased by the dog last time we saw him. Yes. Before the museum. Yes. That was a while ago. That was a while ago. And that was like ten minutes ago. So he had to clean off his shoe. That was like six minutes ago. So the dog got his shoe. Yep. Which is really funny. So this Rottweiler is just chewing on his shoe. And, uh, and he, he goes to like peek over the, I don't know why he decides he's going to peek over the top of the gate. Yeah. When he, so he must've jumped over this gate. Yeah. And the dog like is like going after the shoe, chewing on it and sticking his snout into it. And, Mm -hmm. um, and then he barks at Rooney. Yep. He like gets up in his face and Rooney jumps all scared, which I think is funny. I mean, I'm scared too. He's a big dog. Big old Rottweiler. And then we cut to the, uh, we cut, museum. I'm still stuck in last week. We cut to the parade again, which we saw like briefly the end of the minute or or in the middle of the week last week. So did they decide, do you think like they were sitting in the taxi and they were stuck in traffic because this parade's going by and the taxi's not going anywhere. 
They decide to get out of the taxi and walk? Yeah. They must have. Yeah. So. Makes sense to me. So, um, Cameron and Sloan are walking through this crowd and Ferris is nowhere to be found. Yeah, it looks like they're like trying, searching for him at this point. Well, yeah, there's no, um. They're like, where'd he go? There aren't cell phones. Yeah. So yeah. they can't like send him a text message. Like they literally have to find him somewhere in Chicago. Yeah, yeah, that th- that's an easy task. Uh huh. And Cameron's like panicky, mm-hmm. as I un- which is understandable. Ferris is the reason they're down here in the first place. Yeah. And and Cameron Cameron's pissed, and he says he uh, well, it starts with Sloan telling him he didn't leave. He's probably doing something. And Cameron says, "No, it really it really busts my hump, you know." Bust my hump. Bust my hump. It really busts my hump, you know? <laughs> she goes, aw, Cameron, he didn't ditch us or anything. He's here. He's here. Like, she's trying to convince herself almost. Mm-hmm. I think, like, because who knows where he's at. He's kind of and unpredictable. Then, and then Cameron gets ridiculous and says, hey, for all we know, he went back to school. Like, she's what? like, he would not go back to school. Like, that's stupid. Like, yeah. right now, you're being stupid. Yeah. He's like, yeah, he'd do it, he'd do it, just make me sweat. Like, uh, no, Cameron, you're so full of yourself. Like, I know <laughs> that I know that Ferris must test you sometimes, but he's not, his whole day is revolved yeah, around yeah, yeah. getting out of school. Like getting out of school, he's not going to go to school. Yeah, why would he do that? Like, what's the rationality behind that? Unless he is just straight up testing Cameron. Yeah, yeah. Like, now you're down here, what are you going to do? Are they holding hands? It almost looked like they were. Well, I think when they were going through the crowd, they definitely were. Because he's, like, pulling her behind him as they're going between, like, a bunch of people, which I understand. Yeah, I think it's, like, so they can't get But then I think once they're on the street, I think they're still holding hands. I think it's an interesting... I wonder how long they've known each other. Like, I'm sure they know each other because of Ferris, but I wonder how long Ferris and Sloane have known each other. How long Cameron and Sloane have known each other? No, I I mean, I imagine Cameron is friends with Sloane because oh, Ferris. Ferris is dating Sloane. Right. So I wonder how long Ferris has known Sloane. Mm. Like, have they... They wouldn't have been in school together when they were freshmen. Did they go to the same middle school? They live Maybe. within running distance of right. each other. Did they go to element? Have they been friends their whole life, too? Right. It almost kind of has that feeling, because, too. Kinda. Because they're comfortable enough... To, like, hold hands while they're having this conversation. And I think that's very intimate for, like, friends. Right. And I think later in the week when they have the rest of their conversation, like, after the after Ferris's antics begin, I, I, I have a suspicion they're still holding hands. But I don't know. Like, we don't know. We can't see anything below, you know, their, shoulder. their shoulders, really. But it, when either of them gesture, they gesture with their outside hand. Yeah. So I do think they're holding hands, and I think that's cute. It's kind of cute. It is kind of cute. It's like when you're a little kid and you're friends with someone and you yeah. like hold hands. You're like, yeah, you're my And friend. so I think that that's something that just, like, has always been a thing for them. Like, I feel like they are close in that kind of way. Hmm. It's kind of adorable. So Cameron, Cameron, Cameron's like, he'd do it just to make me sweat. She's really trying to tell him, like, he would not go back to school. And uh, she's like, come on. Like, 
what are you ta- like what are you talking like, about like whatever like you're being so ridiculous and he's like makes me mad Urgh. Urgh. oh cameron and then we hear <laughs> off screen mm-hmm. ferris's voice yes he says ladies and gentlemen you're such a wonderful crowd we'd like to do a little tune for you one of my personal favorites and we'll uh, we'll finish that tomorrow, but but so Cameron, Cameron and Sloane, full stop. Because they're like, they hear wait. him and their their pace slows and slows until they're just like, standstill. And uh, I understand, he's about to. <laughs> Ferris is about to name drop Cameron. We should talk about that tomorrow mm-hmm. because it happens in tomorrow's minute. Mm-hmm. But. The whole, they're playing hooky, and like, this is the the most attention Ferris could draw to himself as possible. Yeah. To say the least. I mean, he doesn't <laughs> give his own name. Nope. <laughs> this is the biggest thing he's done in this movie. Like, I think if, if the script had kept in him going to the bank and conning the bank teller, and had kept, um him going to the radio station and being on the radio like this wouldn't be a surprise right like this is okay, yeah, on okay. par yeah, with yeah, everything yeah. else he's been doing in the mm-hmm, movie mm-hmm. but but because we haven't really seen that from this kind of action this kind of big action mm-hmm. like performance action because you know conning the guy at the at the at shake at shakey's or calling doing the phone gag with Rooney mm-hmm. is is just mischievousness this is like a show right i i find it interesting it's a, it's a do you it's think a grand gesture it is a grand gesture do you think that ferris is in any extracurricular things does he he's got to be in theater <laughs> He's got to be. <laughs> he's got to be in theater. If he's not, that's wasted. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, he better be a theater kid. I hope he's a theater kid. He's he's so interested in every I mean, he plays instruments. He yeah, has he, a guitar. Yeah. And he's got a piano that he like I mean, he has it with sick kid sounds, but he plays like a legitimate piece of music on it. Yeah. Um Ferris is a really nerdy talented kid. I wouldn't call him nerdy necessarily, but like he's a tech kid. Right. And early on when that was definitely like something that was uh, not nerdy. everybody's thing. Yeah. yeah. And it was seen as nerdy. Um, but different type of nerdy. What's interesting because like what it's, what he's doing is like geeky. He's yeah. He's today a kid like Ferris, a kid who plays an instrument and is in theater and is like coding on his computer. I-, I feel like doesn't isn't the cool popular kid that no. the town is gonna gather behind. <laughs> no, no. And yet Ferris Ferris makes these things cool. Like we we the witness that we the audience watching the movie see Ferris as this really cool can do anything guy who likes to go to the museum and likes to look at art and appreciates music it's it's fascinating to me 
Because he's not like the preppy popular kid that I knew in school. No, not at all. But he's also not like any of the nerdy, like outcast kids. Like it's it's weird. Like Ferris is this weird amalgam of he's a he's an anomaly. He's something that like technically doesn't exist. <laughs> you know? The... Yeah, I don't know. I don't know if I've ever met anyone quite like Ferris Bueller. Like even remotely close. I know people that like are outspoken or people who are like spontaneous, but not to like a fraction of how uh, how Ferris operates. I don't know. It blows my mind. He's so bold here. What is he doing? <laughs> what is he doing? Probably their thoughts exactly. Yeah. They they dead stop. I really like their uh they're walking here and then they, sh- they slow down and then they slow down it's and then like, literally uh... like the last second of this minute is just dead standstill. <laughs> like what? <laughs> the look on their face, like what? what? I know both of them. Both What's of them are looking on? straight ahead, but their faces have fallen, and they're just like the mouth's even a little slack. Like, uh, like, um, is this really happening right now? What the? He- what is he? What is he doing? <laughs> what is he doing? What is he doing? Well, what uh, is he thinking? We'll talk about it tomorrow. What yeah. he's doing? What is this guy doing? What is this guy doing? He's crazy. I really wanted to have a guest for this week, and unfortunately, our schedule just didn't work out. Um, but I'm really excited to talk about these minutes with you. There's some like real good stuff in my notes. In your notes. In my notes. In your notes. Which we'll we'll get to. But first, actually, first before I wrap up this minute, we have a listener on our Facebook group who shared some pictures of. The Von Steuben of the parade in New York and of his statue at Valley Forge. And she pointed out her name is Alyssa, I think. I should double check that before I just like put that on the record. I know. Yeah, her name's Alyssa. And she let us know that it's pronounced Steuben. Von Steuben? Because he's German. It's not Steuben. You wouldn't pronounce it that way. So I looked. I looked online, like, in a bunch of different places for, like, pronunciation guides. Mm -hmm. And then, like, some of the, you know how some of those websites have the, like, you can click the play button so that it'll play, like, a voice of someone reading the name. Or reading a word. Okay. They, They read his name, like, the full name, which I don't remember off the top of my head right now. But it's von Steuben. Steuben. Well, I don't know if it's it's quite. I don't think it's so hard on the OI. I don't really know the pronunciation is um, but it's not Steuben. Uh-huh. So I've been pronouncing it wrong the whole time. Boo! All right, Steuben. Baron von Steuben. Steuben. I guess something like that. All right. Thank you, Alyssa, for 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 that correction. Uh, I want to throw that out there, even though I don't think we'll actually talk about the parade as much. Uh, well, we'll talk about parade stuff, but we're not gonna. I already gave. I already did all my stupid material. <laughs> <laughs> That's terrible. Okay, okay. Thank you guys for joining us for this minute. Um, please come back tomorrow for minute sixty-two as we talk about uh, Ferris's personal favorite. You can find us at duelinggenre.com along with a ton of other shows. Um, I I've been talking a lot about like Geek by Night and a lot of the minute shows, but there's also Immunities, which is another audio drama. 
that is fascinating and I don't want to spoil it because it's kind of it's it's kind of cool. It's a little spooky. Spooky. Uh-huh. Immunities. And then there's also Talking BS with Brandon and Scott and the Protagonist podcast, which are all non-minute shows. And uh, they're all worth a listen as well. So do that. Find us on Facebook, Twitter, all those things. Give us a five-star rating and review on iTunes because that helps other people find the show. I know I say that all the time, but for real, like, I'm genuinely surprised when new people are joining our Facebook group and are like, oh, I really love your show. Or when, like, people reach out and let us know, like, that makes me feel so flattered. Because normally it's just, like, you and I and whoever guests just kind of BSing about this movie that I grew up with. And so it's really, it's really nice to feel like there are people listening. And so, like, join our community. And uh, come back tomorrow for minute 62. Donka Shane. Spoilers! <laughs> That's tomorrow. Oops. Oops. Donka Shane. Yeah. Oh, 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 oh. Oh, 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 oh